right. Welcome in and welcome back to the Running Hoops podcast. This is our season preview series. The podcast, as always, is brought to you by Super Chicks, the home of the last true chicken sandwich. Visit their website for their menu and locations at superchicks.com. And remember, it's chicks with an X.com. The 2022-2023 season is just days away, and so it's time to knock out some season previews. On this episode, we'll take a deep dive into the Arizona schools, we'll start with the defending champion Arizona Wildcats, and then we'll move on to Arizona State. I want to remind you that you can follow the podcast on Twitter, at Running Hoops, and you can rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify. Those things help the podcast. All right, let's dig into it. Here's how this is going to work. I'm going to give you some basic info on each team, kind of where they finished last season and some preseason stuff. Going to give you three names you know and three names you should know for each team. We'll take a look at their schedule as well as the key storylines and questions that each team has heading into the 2022 season. And we'll pick a breakout player for each team and we'll take a look at where they are picked by several outlets, including the Pac-12 Media and the Running Hoops Podcast. Okay, so the Arizona Wildcats, they are the defending Pac-12 champions. Last season, they went 33-4, 18-2 in the Pac-12, and they were in number one seed in the NCAA tournament. However, they fell to Houston in the Sweet 16. They are coached by Tommy Lloyd, who's only spent... One season there, but boy, it was a memorable one. Like I just mentioned, 33-4, and 18-2. He's the reigning Pac-12 coach of the year. Arizona lost 66% of its scoring production from a year ago. Three players off to the NBA. They returned 44% of their production from last season, but very, very top-heavy in just a few players. Their preseason Ken Palm ranking is 10. They were ranked 17th in the AP poll in the preseason, and Joe Lenardi has them as a five seed in his bracketology. Now here are three names you already know. Azulis Tubelis. He returns to the Wildcats as their leading scorer at 13.9 points per game and 6.2 rebounds. He's a really, really tough guy to defend, high energy guy, and he's given the Utes fits over the years. Kirk Harissa, he comes back to the Wildcats, having averaged 9.7 points per game and 4.7 assists, which led them in that category a year ago. And of course, we know what he did to Utah in Salt Lake last season. And then former running Ute Pella Larson. He's the returning sixth man of the year in the league. He averaged 7.2 points per game and 3.4 rebounds and is widely considered as one of the big-time breakout candidates in all of college basketball for the upcoming season. Now, here are three names you should know. Umar Balo. He takes over at center for Arizona. He is a former Gonzaga transfer who played about 15 minutes per game last year and averaged just under seven points per game. He is a load down low, but it's going to be interesting to see what he does now with an increased workload and how much of the offense they run through him. Number two, Courtney Ramey. He's the transfer guard from Texas who comes in having averaged 9.4 points per game and having played over a thousand minutes 
for a very good Texas Longhorn team. He figures to be a significant part of the Wildcats' backcourt this year. And then Adema Ball, a 6'7 guard from France, played in 23 games last year, averaging 4.5 points per game, but he's built in that athletic scoring guard mold that Ben Matherin was. And some people believe that he could step into that role. Now, those are big shoes to fill, but he certainly got the ability to at least take some of that and be a bigger contributor than he was last year. And a bonus name that you should know, Luke Kraskoviak, former running Utes walk-on and son of former running Utes coach, Larry Kraskoviak. He is now a walk-on at Arizona, so that's kind of cool for him to be a part of that team. As far as Arizona's schedule goes, it really hinges on just a handful of games, and it starts with their MTE, their multi-team event, the Maui Invitational. This is over the Thanksgiving holiday, and it's really their first real test of the season. They'll get Cincinnati in the opening round of that tournament. Then they'll get Ohio State or San Diego State. And then one of Arkansas, Creighton, Louisville, or Texas Tech. Then on December 10th, they've got a neutral site game against the Indiana Hoosiers in Las Vegas. On December 17th, they host Tennessee in Tucson in a return game. And that's about it for their non-conference schedule. So really five big-time opportunities for Arizona to make their mark in the non-conference. They are in Salt Lake City on December 1st and host Utah on February 16th. So what are the key questions and storylines for this Arizona team? Well, number one, what will Tommy Lloyd do for an encore? Now, I know he's trying to deflect this and and really, you know, kind of aw shucks it. But look, when you're 33 and 4 and 18 and 2, you're going to have a big, massive target on your back. And the expectations from the fans and the alumni are going to jump way way up. So what does Tommy Lloyd do for an encore this season? Can last year's role players become this year's studs? You know, it's easy when you've got guys like Ben Matherin and Dalen Terry and Christian Coloco to kind of take the focus of a defense and allow you a little bit more freedom to shoot and score. But what happens when you are now the focus of the defense for the opposition? It's going to be interesting to see how well those role players now elevate their game with an increased defensive focus on them. And then we just mentioned it, the target on your back. How will this go for Arizona this season with them being the hunted? They're going to get everybody's best shot. Last year, they were picked fourth in the Pac-12. They tied with Washington State in the preseason media poll. That made a lot of people look silly, myself included, although I'm not a media member still. How will Arizona now react with that big target on their back to getting everybody's best shot in the league? Which player is poised to have a breakout season? Who's the breakout candidate? It's Pella Larson. There are a lot of ways that you can go with this one, especially with a team that is as talent-rich as Arizona. But Pella Larson is the guy that's going to have to make the biggest jump in order for this team to repeat anything close to the kind of season that it had last year. And he is widely considered one of those guys by the larger college basketball writing universe that's going to break out and have a really, really big season. Now, where was Arizona picked in the preseason projections? The Pac-12 media picked them second, 
with three first place votes. CBS Sports picked them number two as well. ESPN picked them number two. The Almanac, which is a really awesome publication. I would encourage you if you're a college basketball fan to get this. They are 14 in their top 25 and third in the Pac-12. And then the Running Hoops podcast picked the Arizona Wildcats third as well. So my expectation is just a tiny bit of a step back season for Arizona. I think they're going to be a fascinating watch all season long. Big opportunities in the non-conference, but we'll just have to see how Tommy Lloyd does in his second season. We will take a look at the Wildcats' rivals in Tempe, the Arizona State Sun Devils, right after these words from one of our sponsors. Hey everybody, are you so excited for the college basketball season that you can't sleep? Well, I might have a solution for you. Pillow Fight. Pillow Fight helps you invest in your rest. Their premium pillows and bedding products will change your life without emptying your wallet. Go to pillow-fight.com to check them out and enter the promo code RUNNINHOOPS at checkout for 20%. That's right, 20% off your first purchase. Again, that website, pillow-fight.com, that promo code RUNNINHOOPS. All right, we continue our season previews with the Arizona State Sun Devils. Last year, they finished 8th in the league with a record of 14-17. and 17. They were 10-10 and 10 in the Pac-12. They had no postseason. They were upset in the first round of the Pac-12 tournament by Stanford. Their coach, Bobby Hurley, has been there for seven seasons. He's got a record of 118-100 and 100 with a Pac-12 record of 60 and 67. Arizona State lost 60% of its production from last season, so it's got 40% returning. Their preseason Ken Palm is 75, and right now on every bracketology out there, they're out. Here are three names you know. Marcus Bagley. He only played in three games last season, but in the previous season, he averaged 10 points per game and six rebounds per game. He's a difference maker for the Sun Devils if he can stay healthy. A lot of people have had him as an NBA-type player, but he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. If Marcus Bagley stays healthy, it's a big boost for Arizona State. DJ Horn, he joined the Sun Devils last year after starting his career at Illinois State. He returns as their leading scorer from a year ago at 12.5 points per game and figures to be a big part of the offense again this season. And then Luther Muhammad. He joined the Sun Devils last year after starting his career at Ohio State, went to a junior college, now he's in Tempe. His numbers aren't eye-popping, just 5.2 points per game, 2.3 rebounds, and 1.1 assists, but with a lot of new faces in the front court, his senior leadership and steadying hand in the backcourt could make a big difference for ASU. Now, three names you should know. Desmond Cambridge. He transfers in from Nevada after starting his career at Brown. He's averaged double figures in each of his first four seasons in college and averaged 16.2 points per game last year. He comes in with experience as a super senior, a fifth-year senior, and his brother Dexter came with him from Auburn. Frankie Collins. Collins transferred in from Michigan where he only averaged 2.8 points per game in 11 minutes per game. He did, however, play 31 minutes against Colorado State in the first round of the NCAA tournament and scored a career-high 14 points in that game. So you know he can do it, and he adds to an experienced and talented backcourt 
for the Sun Devils. And then finally, Warren Washington, another transfer from Nevada. Washington is a seven-footer who averaged 10 points and almost seven boards per game last year for the Wolfpack in the Mountain West. He'll take the place of the departed Jalen Graham, who Utah had some trouble with, you might recall. Now, Arizona State's schedule, very interesting. It starts with their MTE, the Legends Classic, early in November, November 16th and 17th. They'll play VCU and then either Michigan or Pitt, so some early opportunities there. Then on December 7th, they are at SMU as part of a home-and-home agreement. Then on December 12th, they play Creighton in Las Vegas. And on December 21st, their final non-conference game, they play at San Francisco. So a couple of neutral site and road games highlight Arizona State's non-conference schedule. They only play Utah once this season, and that is in Tempe on February 18th. So what are the key storylines and questions for Arizona State coming into this upcoming season? Well, the number one has to be just how warm is Bobby Hurley's seat in 2022. They've been in the NCAA tournament twice in his seven seasons in Tempe, but both times they were in the first four. Will all of these transfers work? If you look at Arizona State's returning production from last year's team and you add the new guys to it, you're around 88% of meaningful college basketball production at some level coming in or returning to Arizona State. But can Bobby Hurley get this team to mesh quickly enough to pick up some victories in the non-conference? Now, the breakout candidate, somebody who averaged less than 10 points last year, this one's kind of an easy one, I think, for me. Frankie Collins, the Michigan transfer, right? He only averaged 2.8 points per game last year for the Wolverines, but he is a former high four-star guard, and I suspect that he'll come in and have an impact for the Sun Devils. Where were they picked? The Pac-12 media poll picked them 7th. CBS Sports picked them 6th. The ESPN roundtable had a range of 6 to 8. The Almanac picked them 7th. And then my pick, which turns out to be a little bit of an outlier, I've got them 11th. I am not buying that things are going to get turned around in Tempe. I think Bobby Hurley's seat's going to get really, really warm this year. And so I'm obviously lower than them than most. But that, as they say, is why they play the games. All right, that's going to do it for this season preview of Arizona and Arizona State. I want to thank you, as always, for listening. You can follow the podcast at Running Hoops on Twitter. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a rating, a review, anything you can do. It always helps the podcast. But until next time, I'm Andrew Crowley. This is the Running Hoops Podcast, and as always, go use.